resident engineering challenges and lighting specialist to arc residential Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Anna DeMeo joins us to discuss the recent news that her company, RacePoint Energy, has been acquired by smart home innovator Savant and renamed Savant Power. RacePoint Energy was founded in 2015 by Savant's current chairman and CEO, Bob Madonna, during a time when he had stepped away from running Savant's day-to-day operations, turning his attention toward innovating smart electrical panels and automated power and storage solutions. With its newest acquisition, Savant now has a fully integrated and scalable software platform to manage distributed energy resources such as solar, storage, and flexible load management. Here today to provide more insight into all of this and more is Savant Power President, Anna DeMeo. Anna, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Anna, for those who are unfamiliar with uh, the history of RacePoint Energy and what the company has been doing for the past few years. Can you give us like kind of a thumbnail sketch, maybe something you would tell somebody at a cocktail party that said, what, what do you do for a living? What's your company? Sure, I'd be happy to. So uh, RacePoint was founded actually um, based on work, uh, working with um, utilities and community energy around the ability to manage demand for utilities to help balance the grid. As, as many people know, the grid is going through a, a big change right now, a shift in, in uh, how power is, is uh, generated and consumed. And we're, we're, a lot of us are struggling with, with power outages, whether it's because of wildfires or, or what happened in Texas with cold weather. So the idea was is that if we can manage more demand and, and couple that with renewable sources of power, solar and wind um, that is generated by nature but then stored in, in batteries, uh, we can improve the grid. So this is work that um, I was doing in the academic sector. Um, Bob came along uh, having um, been an innovator and a leader in control mm-hmm. uh, in the luxury space around uh, smart homes for luxury. Um, he and I got talking about uh, the changing uh, utility grid. And what he saw is really the savant uh, consumer base being the early adopters of this technology, which was which was just so um, fortunate because, you know, back five or six years ago when RacePoint started, prices for batteries were still quite high and homes uh, homeowners weren't um, quite as in tune with the idea of the smart home. But in the luxury space, in the savant world, uh, they were. Mm-hmm. And so what, what Bob saw is that the the energy piece of the puzzle was really the it was it was really the third leg of the stool to smart home for Savant customers. So so what does that mean? What does that do? It's it's the idea idea of being able to control, monitor and control all the power in your home, and then to uh, couple that with storage and solar and renewable sources of energy to allow for that resiliency piece. So when the grid goes down, you still have power in your home. And so uh, Savant has sorry. Savant with RacePoint Energy has spent the last five or six years really proving out that technology. And so we do it with our, our smart electrical panel. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is a panel. You think of your regular electrical panel that's in your basement or in your garage, and uh, you open it up and there's a you know a mess of chicken scratch that <laughs> that uh, that tells you what all the loads are. And now think about that coming into the 21st century, right? Where you have uh, digital readouts of what each load is, what the power is, and then you have um, a really intuitive user experience that shows you all of your energy in real time 
And then now we add to that backup storage, mm -hmm. right? So now we have um, the, the second part of our product offering our microgrids and we have the scalable solution. So we go from small microgrid that can work for a small home or be a critical backup for a larger home right up to a, a large microgrid that can work for very large homes or even um, small commercial businesses. Okay. And these microgrids provide the ability to manage all of the sources so that the utility grid itself, uh, a generator, battery, solar, and then they match that with all of the loads in a, in a home or a building. So really to optimize the system um, around what we term the three E's, right? So that's energy resiliency, keeping those lights on, which is, is so important to all of us, especially you know, in a, in a post-COVID world where so many of us are working and studying from home. Uh, economics, so uh, there's economic drivers to uh, adopt this technology because so, so many homes, especially in California and Florida, are going to all electric. So electricity plays a really big part of the overall bill. And then environment, a lot of, a lot of consumers are, are motivated by um, being environmental stewards or recognizing environmental issues. So those are really those, those three E's that our microgrids are, are um, designed around. Well, I, I met up with uh, Bob Madonna at uh, Savant's headquarters probably five, four or five years ago, um, mm -hmm. back when I think the Race Point products were just in prototype. So I was seeing some of these things when he first developed them. And um, he was very excited about this project. Uh, you could tell his passion was there for it. Uh, as soon as he started showing me a breaker panel, I got a little nervous because it's not my forte, although I... I am more familiar these days as a homeowner, um, but but the coverage area for me as an editor has always been uh, low voltage. So getting into that high voltage area was a little nerv nervous uh, area. But then, uh, you know, when when um, he had come back to run the day to day at Savant at that point, and so I kind of started thinking of RacePoint as part of Savant already. Um, that's clearly not the case as this acquisition um, implies. So. What were the advantages um, or how can you explain the difference between those two companies' operations, um, maybe the advantages of them staying separate um, until now, um, and, and maybe like why it's really cool to important to have them under one umbrella now? Right. No, no, good question. Um, uh, hindsight's always twenty twenty uh, in, in some of these cases. So, you know, from where we sit today, it seems like a natural, like, but of course, you know, but, but um, uh, when we started, again, we started with this idea, our, the first patent on our technology out of RacePoint was really around this community energy, this larger story around working with utilities and communities um, to really make, it, make an impact and make a difference when it comes to um, how do we rethink the grid, at, at, you know, across, across the world, basically, mm -hmm. but certainly across North America. Um, with Savant being uh, sort of uh, a really uh, a benefit for us to be able to prove out that technology and provide a service to the Savant customer base, right? right. Um, a number of things happened. I mean, not not least of which is is this thing called COVID that that sort of you know turned everything uh, on its head. Um, okay. And uh, and uh, I'm not saying that's the the only reason, but it, but it became more and more clear that that. Um, especially with the acquisition of, of GE Lighting, right. as you know, Savant purchased a, a year ago, um, really allowing us to, to take the technology that had been um, um, proven out in the luxury space and bring it into the mainstream, mm -hmm. right? Bringing the cost down, 
bringing it to a population who are now all living and working and, and, and going to school from home and, and these issues become more and more clear. So maybe we can, we can reach a wider population by going through the utilities, but also by going right through to homeowners and communities um, together. Right. And, and so it was just, the timing was right. It was a natural fit. And, and we're really fortunate. I mean, the, the teams work great together. They have for a long time, but there's a, a, just a different level of synergy and integration and cohesiveness that was really important to, to move us forward. How big of a company um, had had you been operating before? Uh, well, until now, now it's part of Savant. But uh, how, how big was RacePoint as a number of employees? I guess would be a good uh, uh, just over forty. Okay, total. Um, and we are located um, uh, a bit distributed. We have an office uh, just outside San Francisco, one in Portland, Oregon, and um, another down um, in Massachusetts. Okay, and. Uh, and GE Lighting was a was a sizable acquisition as well in terms of employees. So the company has gotten quite a bit larger uh, overall. Yes. Um, and and with COVID, I'm sure everyone was working virtually there for a while. And so you've mm-hmm. gotten used to this whole hybrid kind of work environment um, that all these new partnerships of being under the same umbrella people can be anywhere almost at this point. But how important is it to to have like an engineering team that as intense as, as you've got there with the uh, Savant Power to be in a locate physical location together um, versus hybrid or virtual. Yeah, it's been really interesting because um, unlike GE Lighting or even Savant, Savant Power, uh, RacePoint before that, uh, was used to working remotely, right? We were, we're a small team. A lot of people were already working from home. We were, um, we were really used to being distributed. Okay. But but energy solutions, um, you know, as you said at the beginning, it's high voltage. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. Uh, and I have just been so impressed at the the creativity and the just the um, the scrappiness of the team to figure out how to make this happen. Mm-hmm. We have um, a couple of great electricians on staff that have helped to make sure that everyone's really safe in how they work. But being able to install solutions. Um, in, in certain homes uh, for, for uh, particular developers. And then having, uh, we, we have had to have a couple of um, office locations for the, the bigger parts of the system. And that, I have to admit, that was tricky managing that through COVID um, to, to make sure you know, everybody was safe. But uh, they really pulled together and, and the product, productivity over this past year and a half and um, what we've been able to do, like I said, we, the products were already developed and um, and released into this luxury channel, but this sort of next generation for a wider market, uh, I've been really impressed with the whole team, uh, how far we've come. Hey, you mentioned the GE lighting acquisition, and I mentioned as well, um, how much overlap or partnership uh, potential is there with the engineering team there? Uh, are you able to work together at all, or is it completely separate business entity in that regard. And it's really just that com- consumer uh, connection that's going to be the advantage of that partnership. No, no, it's quite a significant integration. And, um, and we're lucky for it. Uh, it. It's interesting, you take this, this iconic company like GE Lighting, that's been around over 100 years, and, and they're very um, process driven, there's just so much talent on the team, um, both in the States and in, and in China. And, and, um, then you take this this small little sort of startup mentality uh, coming out of a uh, lot of out of out of um, West Coast, uh, very young team, and 
it's been uh, in a very fruitful partnership, right? So there's, we've integrated the teams. We have, um, we have uh, some of the GE lighting folks working on helping uh, a big uh, task for us was to cost reduce our product, right? So that's been a, a big um, focus for us to be able to, to make sure our product gets out to everyone and everyone can benefit, especially um, if it's through the utilities. And so the teams have worked um, incredibly well together and bringing it back to COVID is normally if you were to um, integrate teams, you'd, you'd be doing some in-person work. And so the idea that uh, a lot of the integration has happened um, between uh, GE Lighting and Savant and now Savant Power through this more remote um, uh, work environment uh, speaks volumes to how how uh, engaged people have been to to work together. But no, it's 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 pretty involved. I'd have to say that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to get a handle on the competitive landscape a little bit, uh, not to not to name names or talk about who the competition is, but. Uh, when you're talking uh, Race Point originally or Savant Power now, um, mm-hmm. over other smart electrical panel solutions or microgrid kind of opportunities, um, and maybe there isn't anything that correlates it directly with everything that you're doing, but how would you say um, you stack up in terms of saying what the com- competitive advantage would be to go with Savant Power if you're looking at this? Sure. Well, let's break it into to two categories. So the electrical, the, the smart electrical panel, and then the microgrid. So for our smart electrical panel, uh, there's a, a couple of other uh, products on the market today, pretty new out there. And um, uh, what's interesting about Savant Power Solution is that we, we've actually been deployed for quite a long time, um, you know, what's considered a long time in this space um, because we got out so early. Uh, we didn't do a lot of, of marketing and, and sort of tooting our horn about it because we we're in this sort of niche market. But um, when we when we set out to do this product, uh, we made this really deliberate decision not to do a proprietary panel. And what I mean by that is is um, most of the options that are on the market. I think all of the other options that are on the market today are a proprietary panel, meaning that your electron goes out and, and takes your panel out and puts in this this new you know self-contained panel. Um, what we did is we made a, a deliberate decision to work with all the existing leading brands on the market today. So we make a companion module, which is uh, not a breaker, but a a companion to a breaker. Mm -hmm. So it fits in any standard electrical panel. So whether it's Schneider or Eaton or Siemens or ABB, um, it plugs in and for every one of our companions, it uh, can do revenue grade energy monitoring control of two regular breakers, no matter what the vendor is, right? So you have our our um, savant manager that does sort of the brains of the operation and then our companions and the companions get installed with you the electrician has your your for existing home you already have your panel and any empty slots you can put our our companions in or for a new construction so so the idea is is that um regionally there's there's a shift in in um we wanted to work really closely with the trades and trades um and so we have a couple of electricians on staff that have helped develop the product, um, both in terms of this this architecture, but also in, in the uh, installation and configuration of it. So if you're up in the Pacific Northwest, your electricians up there are probably using Eaton panels. And if you're in the New England, maybe they're using Schneider. And and so our product works with any of them, but still offers the, the whole breadth of features that an intelligent panel would, would um, offer, such as um, insights into your energy, revenue grade energy monitoring, control, 
and prioritization of your loads and a grid outage, those sorts of things. So I guess that would be the, the difference on the electrical panel. You still want to hear about the Yeah, let's talk about the microgrid. microgrid. Yeah. Okay. So um, uh, as you know, there, there's a lot of battery storage options. Sure. I won't name all the, all the people on it, but it, it's a good thing, right? It, it really is because um, homeowners and, and businesses have the option to, to uh, participate in their, in their own energy resiliency. Uh, battery pricing prices are, are dropping quite a bit. So this is a good thing uh, across the board. Most of what's on the market today are battery solar solutions. So you buy a battery, it works with your solar, or, or maybe in some case it works with your generator, and, and that's what you're buying is backup storage. Um, what, what Savant Power sells is a true microgrid. Remember, like our, our, our foundation was around supporting the utility grid. And so what we've done here is we've created a, a mini version of that or a micro version of that to create a microgrid. So what our microgrid does is it takes all of the inputs um, of power, the, the grid and solar and generator, but it also takes all of the loads right through our, right. our uh, load management system. And then it optimizes those. So it really acts like your own microgrid as opposed to just backup storage. And it, and it offers you a lot of features like uh, preparing for a storm or capitalizing on uh, electricity prices or mm -hmm. um, uh, making sure your solar is utilized locally. There's a lot of features that are, are embedded in that, um, that product. Yeah, it gives me a much better idea then, for sure. Thank you for that uh, that explanation. And I do want to continue our conversation with Professor uh, Anna DeMeo uh, about her work on the academic side. Uh, and But we'll be right back after the short break. Founded in 2005 by a team of highly skilled audio veterans, Wet Sounds is an award-winning Texas-based marine audio company bringing a level of performance, style, and durability unparalleled in the audio industry. Wet Sounds is proud to introduce you to the Venue Series 110 volt 1200 watt 4 channel amplifier system. The VS 1200 amplifier was specifically designed to power Venue Series products while utilizing a 110 volt power source. Included is the VS LS ENC, a purpose built landscape enclosure designed to house the Wet Sounds VS 1200 amp with a plug and play media center in harsh outdoor environments. Learn more, visit wetsounds.com. Welcome back. I'm talking with Anna DeMeo, the president of Savant Power. So Anna, I was uh, looking over your uh, your LinkedIn profile and saw your uh, teaching background. And could you just briefly kind of go over wh what you've done on the uh, academic side, where you've taught um, and what you've taught? Sure, I'd be happy to. So. Let's see. Um, I actually I actually started off in the in the um, uh, industry space. I actually worked for the um, uh, Bob Madonna, who's the, the the founder of Savant, and um, uh, he started a company in telecom in the late eighties, right. early nineties. Um, and I worked um, as many of us did, which is a testament to him. Many of us uh, at at Savant today uh, and Savant Power worked back then in the telecom industry. Um, with him. And then uh, after leaving that and doing a, a few other uh, startups, I decided to move into the academic space. And I did a, a PhD uh, that was really interdisciplinary. So it was um, uh, microgrid technology, uh, incremental capital investment, and community engagement. And the idea is, is that, that energy, energy solutions really have to be multidisciplinary. 
multidisciplined, right? So you can have the greatest technology, but if it doesn't make sense business-wise, or if community and, and um, consumers won't adopt it, then it's not just going to sit on a shelf. And so that was the premise of my research. I did um, uh, worked a lot on community energy, uh, both in the U.S. and overseas, uh, primarily in Europe, and then um, was working on um, a grant I had to do a microgrid on an island off the coast of Maine that combined um, modeling tidal wind, solar storage, but also uh, uh, demand management, which really was the, the premise for, for um, RacePoint's original product line. And I, I did this mm-hmm. um, teaching at uh, a small school off the coast of Maine called College of the Atlantic. And then later on, I joined the faculty of sustainable design engineering at UPEI. Well, that, that's uh, interesting the way it's all intertwined there with, with Bob Madonna and, and his focus then changing or it, it, expanding into this area. So great, great uh, long-term partnership you, you two have had there. That, that worked out really well. Um, can you um, just briefly, I know we've got to wrap up, you've got a time constraint, but uh, uh, I know that custom integrators were part of this uh, process uh, in the in the lead up to to this uh, change here to smart to to Savant Power and the the advance toward more consumer uh, friendly type products, but um, how comfortable do you think custom integrators have become with this as part of their smart smart home offering? And maybe what advice do you give to those who are just sort of sticking their toe in the water, not quite sure about it yet? Um, yeah, so. So you said that you were you were down around um, talking with Bob maybe five six years ago yeah. when this all kicked off and and he he asked me I was still um, teaching um, at the university at the time but he asked me to come to one of his um, uh, integrator um, uh, conferences he had that Savant holds for all of their right. their dealers and introduced me to talk about energy and uh, he introduced me he said um, you know you probably never even thought about this and don't care about it, but I want you to listen to Anna and then <laughs> trust me, you're going to care about it in a few years. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a hard way to, to get called on stage. I was like, Hmm. <laughs> um, but, but you know, he was spot on is, is that, is that it, it started off probably a lot of um, uh, integrators will, will, it'll resonate the idea that, that, that consumers are concerned about uh, dirty power, power that that's noisy and, and, and impacts some of the electronics. Yeah. Right. And then, and that was sort of a first seedling into this. And then it's a grown, right? Because there's there's places like California that have rolling blackouts. So people are spending literally millions on their home. And then um, there are these rolling blackouts that put them in the dark for four hours. Uh, Texas, what happened there recently with, with these large power outages. So, so I don't think you can but help see the need for reliable power today yeah. um, and the investment in it. Um, and and backup generators only go so far and, and have a lot of shortcomings themselves, fuel supply, noise, uh, and whatnot. So I think that uh, at least many, many integrators I've talked with are very excited about this space, excited to add it. Um, uh, there is this sort of low voltage, high voltage piece of it. And so whether um, we're doing what we can to partner uh, integrators with uh, electricians where it makes sense, making sure we have electricians who are trained in um, this technology so they can be the, the most help for the integrators. Uh, so I would say mostly the, the response has been um, really positive. And as far as sort of first steps, one thing I always say is with our electrical, uh, smart electrical panel, 
um, I always say that that's a way to get a house energy ready, right? So if you're building a house mm -hmm. and you install a smart electrical panel, then after that, whether you add uh, solar or a generator or later on a microgrid, you are you are generator. Um, sorry, you are energy ready in that home. Very good, Anna DeMeo. Thank you so much for joining me today. It was great chatting with you. Thanks for having me. Anna DeMeo is president of Savant Power. You can learn more about the company at savantpower.com. That wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast and consider rating and reviewing us wherever you listen to or watch us. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the bi-monthly print or digital magazine or, and to the Tuesday and Friday newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential lighting specialist to our residential